episode 50. We're back at Hogwarts, and this time, we've got visitors. Hey gang, I'm your host, Brian Rollins, and this is the Dorky, Geeky, Nerdy Trivia Podcast. Every week, a new geeky topic with 30 questions to test your brain. This week, we're covering Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the fourth book in the series. If you're new, welcome aboard. You can find rules and resources at our website, dorkygeekynerdy.com. Drop by to listen to older episodes, subscribe to our newsletter, or just say hi. All set? Good, because I don't like the look of the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. The Dorky Round Number 1. What is the age limit for entering the Triwizard Tournament? Seventeen. Number two, who was the champion for Durmstrang? Victor Crumb. Number three, who was the champion for Beaubaton? Fleur de la Cour. Number four. Who is the head of the Department of Magical Games and Sports? Ludo Bagman. Number five. Harry faces off against what type of dragon? A Hungarian Horntail. Number six. How does Harry, Hermione, and the Weasleys get to the Quidditch World Cup? They travel via port key. Number seven. Who is the new teacher for Defense Against the Dark Arts in Book 4? Alistair Mad-Eye Moody Number 8. Moody transfigures Draco Malfoy into what? A ferret. Number nine. The Yule Ball occurs between which two tasks? It happens between the first and second tasks. Number ten. What potion does Snape accuse Harry of brewing? Polyjuice Potion. The Geeky Round. Number 1. 
the final task takes place over what part of the Hogwarts grounds? The maze is built over the Quidditch pitch. Number two, what creature sets Harry a riddle while in the maze? A sphinx. Number three. Fleur is three quarters human and one quarter what magical creature? Vila. Number four. Whose bone was used in restoring Lord Voldemort's body? His father's, Tom Riddle Sr. Number five. What is the name of Barty Crouch's dismissed house elf? Winky. Number six. What plant does Harry use to complete the second task? Gillyweed. Number seven. What magical artifact does Moody keep in his office to see his enemies and how close they are? A faux glass. Number eight. Rita Skeeter can transform into what? A beetle. She's an unregistered animagus. Number nine. Who does Ron initially ask to the Yule Ball? Fleur Delacour. Number ten. Other than fame and glory, what is the prize for winning the Triwizard Tournament? One thousand galleons. Okay, I don't think Moody's magical eye can see through walls, so while he's in the other room, let's take a break for the Book of the Week. This week we're featuring the Hogwarts Library. Well, not the whole library. Inside, readers will find books treasured by users of the Great Library at Hogwarts School for Witchcraft and Wizardry, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Newt Scamander's Masterwork on Magical Creatures, Quidditch Through the Ages, A Comprehensive History of the Game and Its Rules, and The Tales of Beetle the Bard, with an introduction and illustrations by J.K. Rowling and extensive commentary by Albus Dumbledore. 
this box set is an essential addition to the collection of any Harry Potter fan and a beautiful gift to cherish. As a bonus, 20% of every sale goes towards J.K. Rowling's Lumos charity, so you'll get some cool books and do some good in the world. Oh dear, I was wrong, Moody can see through walls. Let's finish up before we get detention. Or worse. The Nerdy Round Number 1. Ludo Bagman played for which Quidditch teams? The Wimborne Wasps and the English national team. Number 2. Translated into English, what does Fleur Delacour's name mean? Flower of the Court. Number 3. What color is Rita Skeeter's Quick Quotes Quill? Acid Green. Number 4. What spell did Victor Crumb use to fight his dragon? The Conjunctivitis Curse. Number 5. What was the answer to the Sphinx's riddle? A spider. Number 6. Who lends Arthur his tent for the Quidditch World Cup? Perkins. He can't camp anymore due to his lumbago. Number 7. What book does Moody give to Neville? Magical Water Plants of the Highland Locks. Number 8. Who wrote, P.S. I do hope we put on enough stamps. Molly Weasley. Number 9. In the books... Who tells Harry about Gillyweed? Dobby. Number 10. According to Ollivander during the weighing of the wands, what substance does he not use in wand making? Vila hair. And that's it for this week. I hope 2020 is treating you well thus far. We wrap up season one in another month, so be sure to drop us a note and let us know what you'd like to see and hear from the show in season two. Speaking of things coming up, here's your clue for next week's episode. 
1978, 20th Century Fox sued Universal Studios for plagiarism and copyright infringement over what TV series? We'll see you next week. I'm your host, Brian Rollins. Thanks for listening. Immortality isn't just about living forever. Sometimes it's about forever refusing to let things die. For his 15th birthday, David Rose wishes for things to go back to the way they were. He wants the nightmares to end, the bullies to leave, and the claustrophobic memories of his near drowning to disappear. Not to mention his surreal encounter with a mythical creature. He stands with his little sister Rachel in front of their mother's grave and pledges to seek the truth about what really happened on that terrible evening a year ago. But this quest for truth threatens to unleash a sinister plot centuries in the making. David must awaken in time to the incredible truth, to his newfound powers, and to the realization that to protect his family and survive in a world he's always known, he must come to grips with the dark secrets of a world he never knew existed. Evolved Publishing presents An Extraordinary Adventure Through Time, an epic tale of hesitant heroism and the timeless battle between good and evil in the first book in the David Rose series of young adult fantasies. The Awakening of David Rose, written by Daryl Rothman and narrated by Brian Rollins. Available now on Audible, iTunes, Spotify, and more.